Welcome to the Anger Zone. I'm Danica Holt, a certified life coach who specializes in helping you live comfortably outside the Anger Zone. Y'all, I just want to say thank you so much for the reviews that you gave me last week and the emails. It truly like warms my heart. And I know that that kind of sounds trite, but it really does. I'm so happy that you all are getting useful information out of this podcast and that it's helping to change your lives and your relationships. It really, truly makes me so happy. So thank you so much. And if you haven't left a review yet, please go ahead, leave a review, leave a rating. Your reviews and your ratings help other people find this anger reducing podcast and it reduces the total amount of anger in the world. Isn't that fabulous? (laughs) Anyway, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Alrighty, y'all. There are two emotions that almost always follow an angry outburst. And those are shame and self-loathing. And they follow anger around like lost, lovesick puppy dogs. And then we do the strangest thing. We go ahead and we feed them. Y'all, do not feed them. Like any stray animal, if you stop feeding them, they'll go away. So today we're going to talk about shame. And we'll save self-loathing for next week. So first when we're talking about shame, we need to distinguish between shame and remorse. Y'all, we each have a personal moral code. We have kind of a list of guidelines, a list of beliefs about how we should be, what we should think, what we should feel, what we should do. And when we think or feel or do things that are not within that personal moral code, then we typically either feel shame or remorse. Usually when we're angry, we commit some sort of moral code violation, like of our own personal moral code. And then we begin to think some pretty shameful thoughts. You know, sometimes it's thoughts like, what kind of a person does that? What kind of human being would do that to another human being? What's wrong with me? I don't deserve love or happiness. I am broken. Those thoughts are just painful enough to get us to pay attention and change. Remorse leads us to take the necessary actions to change our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors in the future. So let's be clear. Shame leads us to hide and to distance ourselves and to self-destructive behaviors. Remorse, on the other hand, leads us to change what we need to change in order to realign ourselves within our own personal moral code. So let me illustrate. I used to spank my kids. Striking other human beings is definitely against my moral code. Coercing another human being into doing them what I want them to do or trying to control them is also against my moral code. And yet I can remember more than one bedtime routine where I was doing just that. I don't remember the particulars of every single time, but I will always remember one night the look on my then five-year-old son's face when I angrily spanked him because he wasn't getting ready for bed fast enough, or maybe he wasn't brushing his teeth just right, or maybe he peed on the floor. I don't know. Something dumb that five-year-olds do. And just moments before I got angry, he had been laughing and goofing around and he had this goofy little grin on his face. And then I allowed myself to get angry and I spanked him. And then his happy-go-lucky demeanor just instantly changed into shock and terror. And tears filled his little innocent eyes and ran down his chubby little cheek. And my heart broke. And then the shameful thoughts came. What kind of a mother spanks an innocent child for such small infractions? 
What kind of a mother yells at her kids and then allows them to cry themselves to sleep at night? I convinced myself that I was the worst mother ever. That maybe somehow God made a mistake with me and I wasn't meant to be a mother. I convinced myself that I was undeserving of my children's love, of my husband's love. I was undeserving of the approval of my family and friends who thought I was so sweet and wonderful. The shame I felt was excruciating. And here's the rub. We know what happens when we don't allow ourselves to feel painful emotions. Y'all, that's why I got angry in the first place. I hadn't allowed myself to feel the impatience that was brewing in my chest. And then afterward, in my shame, I didn't allow myself to feel the shame either because it's painful and our brains are wired to avoid pain. So then I turned to anger and remember, anger feels so powerful. It feels so much better than pain. And so when I got angry, I distanced myself from all the people who matter the most in my life. I was suffering and so were they. Y'all, that's the power of shame. I was feeding that dirty dog and so he stuck around until I learned the difference between shame and remorse. And that is when I learned that I'm not a terrible mother. I made a mistake. I made lots of mistakes. But there's still hope because I can change. I can apologize. I can learn to not get angry. I can learn to allow my feelings before they morph into anger. I can learn to be patient with my children. I can change. I can rebuild that relationship with my child, with my husband, with the people around me. That is the power of remorse. See the contrast there? Shame is not useful. Shame leads to suffering. Y'all, when you get angry and you do something that you believe is wrong, there is no reason to feel shame. Remorse, yes. Remorse is useful. But shame only leads to suffering for you and the ones you love. You do not deserve to suffer They don't deserve to suffer either. You want to feel remorse when you violate your own personal moral code because that discomfort leads you to change and to become the person you really want to be. It leads you to become the kind of mother and wife or spouse or husband or father or brother or friend. Remorse leads you to change and to become a better version of who you are. Remorse is both beautiful and useful. So y'all, the next time you get angry and you say or do something that isn't in line with your personal moral code or isn't in line with who you want to be, please don't feed the shame dog. Feed remorse instead. Feed remorse with thoughts like this. I made a mistake and I can change. That's not how I want to behave. I'm growing and in that process, I'm going to make mistakes. I am learning to feel my feelings before they morph into anger. Learning requires mistakes. I am still worthy of love and compassion. I am learning to admit that I am sometimes wrong. What I did was wrong and I'm learning to change. There are so many thoughts you could think that will create a feeling of remorse. They'll be slightly different for each of us. So brainstorm a list of those thoughts right now before you're in the moment and write it down 
Put it somewhere you can find it on your phone, on a piece of paper somewhere, somewhere where you're going to see it. And when you start to feel shame because you violated your moral code, then turn to those thoughts and use those thoughts to create remorse instead of shame, to remind yourself that you're a human being and that you are always worthy of love and compassion. Shame and remorse are both powerful emotions. So allow yourself to feel remorse because feeling remorse allows you to change what you need to change in order to become who you want to be. Also, allowing remorse kicks that dirty shame dog to the curb where it belongs. Get rid of shame, feel remorse, and we will talk about that other dirty dog, self-loathing, next week. Okay, y'all. So here's the thing. You're listening to this podcast and you're getting great value out of it. It is helping you so much. And you listen to it and you think, okay, I'm going to take these principles. I'm going to apply them in my life and my life is going to change. And then you get to living real life and you still find yourself getting angry and you're like, what the crap? Okay. This is where I come in. I'm a certified life coach and through one-on-one life coaching, I help you achieve your results faster. I help you stop getting angry sooner. And then you'll notice that it translates into other areas of your life too. And it is so amazing. So come and coach with me. All you have to do is go to theangerzone.com, click on the blue mini session button and book your free mini session. We'll meet on a zoom call and right then and there with that first session, I'll help you get results faster. You'll see it's amazing. So go ahead and go to theangerzone.com and click on the blue mini session button. Also, thank you all so much for the reviews that you've left. I love reading them and I love the emails. So please keep them coming and I'll see you next week.